the remnant. He made up that word. <laughs> yeah, I know. It will. I wrote down, I wrote a whole bunch of stuff that I tried not to veer off because I, I have a habit of veering off a lot of different places. Pastor Link will attest to that. The building block of surrender is seen in the devotion of Jesus, who came to do the will of the Father and to complete his work. Amen. Let's open up our Bibles to John chapter 434. And when you have it, say so. John chapter 434. You guys can share. Whoever don't have a Bible, I want, I want you to read this. Amen. Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. I'm going to read that over again because that when, when, when I studied on that and I read that, I was like, wow, this is Jesus' sustenance. This is what he survived on. He said, Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. Of who? Right. His father, right? Our father who sent Jesus to finish whose work? Amen. Sit down. Christ's devotion or his commitment to do the will of Father was the result of the surrender of his life to do his Father's will, right? Surrender meant giving himself sacrificially for our redemption in keeping with the Father's plan. Now I'm going to break that down a little bit, not too much, right? Jesus came to do his Father's will. He surrendered himself, right? In John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus characterized or the qualities or the qualities of surrender and self-sacrifice, right, which are fruits of spiritual maturity. This is when you grow, when you're growing and you've gone through all this stuff. The surrendering sacrifice, those are the fruits that should come out naturally. Jesus, yeah. these qualities are, they're linked together. They're so close. I kept going back and forth. I'm like, oh, my goodness, surrender, sacrifice, sacrifice, surrender. I was getting all confused there. It was two S's, thank God. These qualities are so linked that I will say that they are root and fruit. You got that? The root and fruit. They are a part of the character of Christ and of true maturity. Now, thank God that uh, Pastor Aldo read from the same dictionary like me. <laughs> and I think we use the same Bible, too. Surrender, the root. The dictionary defines surrender, he said this earlier, to yield to the power, control, possession of another upon compulsion or demand. To give up completely, to give oneself up. Now, I read some more dictionary than he did into the power of another, especially as a prisoner, right? To give oneself over to something as an influence. Who has the influence in our life? Supposedly, right? Now, hopefully. Here we go. To surrender means to relinquish possession, to give up possession, or control to another. Christ was willing to surrender his rights as the second person of the Trinity to the will and purpose and plan of the Father, as shown in this verse. In Philippians 2, 6, 8, I'm going to read it. You don't have to go there. You can go there if you want. It says, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to equal with God, 
but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of man or men, being found in appearance as a man. Now, I had to underline this when I wrote this because this was important. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. I, I, I got I to read that over. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. This shows us how willing Jesus was willing to surrender. He gave up, let me tell you, he gave up his right as the second person in the Trinity. Amen? You know what that, that, you know what that means? He, 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 the, the Trinity, meaning, meaning the Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, they're all together. Right? And he gave up that right. He surrendered up there. In that surrender came the willingness to sacrifice for God's plan, no matter what the plan called for. No matter what. Surrender is part of the pathway to be Christ-like. Let's remember that. To be like Christ is to surrender completely, to give yourself everything. We sang the song, I give, I give myself away. Right? Amen. I, 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 I was, I'm on the side. I'm on the side, man. And, I, you know, I'm fighting back tears. I, even in the practice, let me tell you, I, we were practicing. And in one part, I was like, I, was, I, I know I was, I was worshiping. I was like, mm, man, I just wanted to get up and mm, just get on my knees. Okay, this is church. I already had church. Right? But we, we, we sing, sometimes we sing these songs. Sometimes we sing these songs and, and, and we don't think about the words, really, really. We don't pay much attention. Right, we, guys, we sing a lot of songs. There's a lot of songs out there. And, you know, um, whether it be fast or slow or whatever it is, we don't pay attention to the words and what it really says. And meaning I, I give myself away, meaning you're totally surrendering yourself. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I give myself away. I'm, I'm, man, here, take, take, take me. I don't have possession of myself anymore. He owns us. Christ owns us. God owns us. Right? Because of the blood. Amen? Surrendering, surrendering to God's plan, his will in and through us requires a clear view of what we should want for ourselves. Now, this is funny. Uh, Pastor, I love, I love, I love Pastor Aldo. He's got to be one of the funniest guys. I love him. I, I cheer him on too. I think I'm, I'm probably one of his biggest fans aside from Pastor, <laughs> Pastor Vanessa. I'm like pushing him, pushing him. Go ahead, go ahead, man. You know, it's funny. He mentioned a couple of stuff in there that I, I, I hit the same way. A lot of people have lists of what we want to do in our future. You know, we got goals. We got stuff that, that I, I believe that God has instilled or put in us. And also there's things that, you know, surrounded that we want to achieve. For instance, a good career. How many of you want a good career? Good job, right? Uh, peace at home. Some of you live in, 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 in a lot of fighting and a lot of war. <laughs> Happiness, a nice car, a nice Honda, right? <laughs> he laughs in the back. A nice Honda Civic, right? That's what you got? Amen. I had one. SI, though. <laughs> an awesome house for the future, an awesome house. A lot of money. Now, this is funny. This is where I come in. We must, me and Pastor Aldo must be in tune here. 
losing weight. <laughs> Amen. Or even gaining weight for a few of the lucky people. And then I wrote, and this is where I wrote, have a P90X body. <laughs> right? Bring it on. But let me tell you, in this list that I just said, does this list or plan conflict or ignore God's plan for us? Does it? You know, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to, 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 to and I, I, told, I, told my, I told my daughter, I told my son, I told all my children, you know, to push forward, go to college and, you know, achieve what I never did, go even further than what I did. You know, and I tell them all the time, and it's, it's, it's awesome. And then let me tell you, if, if, if God gives us these things, if he gives us, if you're going to be a multimillionaire, right, if you're going to be awesome, you know what I'm saying? That should, but that shouldn't be our focus. Riches shouldn't be, Bishop, Bishop preaches about this all the time. Amen? He preaches about this. Check it out. It's true that God may give us a measure of peace prosperity, and other things on our list. But this should not be the thing that drives us. There's some people who are so driven by material stuff, even in, <laughs> even in the church. Amen. I know a whole bunch. And, and they're like, oh, man, you know, I had the money, I'll do this. You know what? Just put yourself in the hands of God, man. Just surrender. I've learned this the hard way. <laughs> I, I'm beaten up and, and oh, well, I'm not going to go there. Let me tell you, all these things are just side benefits. If God gives us these things, they come through his sovereign pleasure, right? It's in his plan that you have it, you know, if he gives it to you. But those things shouldn't be our focus. This is important. I wrote this. I, I like this. This is one of those bishop type stuff. This is those bishop type words. Our surrender to God's plan is a statement that we will not live for those things. You got that? Our surrender to God's plan, whatever God has for us, is a statement. We're making a statement. If we surrender to God's plan, that we will not live for those things that are around us. We will not submit. We will not conform ourselves to the world. Amen? I'm going to move to sacrifice. This is the next step. See, I got, I, I, now I got the red part here. Sacrifice comes from the Middle English verb meaning, now I'm going to get all uh, scholarly, to make sacred. Comes here. From a Middle English verb meaning to make sacred from the Old French from Latin, which means sacrificium. It means forfeit. Now, I, when I read this, I was like, wow, this is, this is not even a Christian Bible or nothing like that. This is, this is you know, uh, what is that, Miriam's, Webster, and a couple others. The act of losing or surrendering something as a penalty. Wow. Losing or surrendering something as a penalty for a mistake or a fault or failure to perform. Destruction or surrender of anything for the sake of something else. Devotion of some desirable object in, in behalf of a higher object or to a claim deed more pressing. This next step, the fruit, the that follows surrendering to God is sacrifice. Let me tell you. The characteristic, I'm going to read this. I'm going to stay. I'm going to try not to veer. The characteristic of sacrifice is emphasized in Philippians 2, 6, 8, that we had read earlier. By the words, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death. Even death on a cross, surrendering to God or, fathers or our Father's will. He emptied himself 
became man and was found in the form of a servant. A servant why by the Lord Jesus willing gave himself sacrificially that God's will might be fulfilled and through his life and death. His sacrifice, let me tell you, now this is, this is something I, 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 I never really paid attention to. His sacrifice actually began when he first emptied himself. When he became a man, that's when his sacrifice started. It didn't start at the time when, you know, he was already a man and started doing all this other stuff or when he gave himself on the cross. It started when he uh, denied himself of the privilege of, of being the, 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 the son of God or the Godson, because he didn't, that's more correct, of being the part of the Trinity. That's when he started his sacrifice. Let's, let's, let's look at this in our lives, okay? He, he voluntarily emptied himself of everything and anything that stood in the way of the glory and gain of his father through him. What about us? Are we willing to fulfill God's agenda in our lives? Are we willing to sacrifice and surrender those things that we hold dear? You know, I'm, I'm not a TV person. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not the type of person who um, stays home and watches a lot of TV. You know, I have other things that affect me. There's other stuff that call my attention, and TV's not one of them. You know, uh, everybody's different. Everybody has certain things that pull them away that pull them away. It could be the video games. It could be sports. I'm, I'm a big sports guy. That's why I'm all beat up a lot of times. Sometimes you see me limping around because I'm still still trying to beat the youngins. I'm, I'm trying to be like Pastor Robert, <laughs> you know. But let me tell you, there's, there's even things like that that may seem good. It may get in the way. I've had to let go a whole lot. I mean, I was so obsessed this is the correct word so obsessed with, 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 with just playing ball playing basketball playing handball playing baseball playing a whole bunch of stuff I can't I can't even watch sports because I get itchy I, I want to go out there and play and I see the guys dropping the football and I'm like what are these guys are professional I could have I caught that <laughs> I'm like what get out of here I could have done that I would have caught it put some sticky stuff on your hand oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. We got to let those things go. The most important thing is what God wants for us. You know, it's, it's, it's not watching. I'm going to go from s small, young, young, because I got them all ages. It's not watching Jonas Brothers and Hannah Montana all the time. It's not watching <laughs> yeah, Cubo. It ain't, it ain't watching Cubo. Airbenders. Yeah, keep going. Y'all you, you, giving me all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's okay. But you, there's more important things we got to look forward to. There's more important things we got to do. It, it's, it, it, ain't, it ain't trying to hi, hook, up your, hook up your ride, you know, or spending tons of hours behind the TV or whatever it is. You know, we, you call yourself a child of God. You want to be... You know, you know what Christians means? Who, who knows what Christian means? If you remember, I don't know. You know what Christian means? Anyone? Christian. Christ-like, right? But you know what? I'm going to even go farther than that. They used to call that, they used to say little Christian or little Christ. 
if you remember that, Bible fool. It means little Christ. We're supposed to be like little Christ. We're supposed to be like Christ. And I can't imagine, you know, Jesus spending seven, eight hours at a basketball court. You know, I can't imagine Jesus, you know, spending six, seven hours, you know, playing what's, what's number one video game? What's that? Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty. I know my son is good at it. You know, I used to tell him all the time. I said, bro, what are you doing, man? Call of Duty. It's interesting. It's fun. It looks awesome. You know, I, I can't see Jesus doing that. <laughs> you know, I, I can't see that. You got to you got to look at this and, and say, man, you know, I, some of y'all would say, well, you know what? I'm young. You know, I, I want to have fun. Yeah, you do have fun. Have have a good time. You know, go out and do things. At the same time, represent who you are. Represent who you are. Represent who, who's called you. Represent that, that calling on your life. Because if you're here, there's a reason why you're here. This is not just by, by uh, yeah, convenience. It's just not by chance. You're here because God called you to this. He put you here. Whether your mother, your father, or somebody, or you were brought here, there was a reason why you're here. There's a reason why you, you're here every week. There's a reason why you go through all this. There's a reason why you struggle. There's a reason why Pastor Chad is constantly telling you these things. And there's a reason why. And it's, 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 it's to be, it's, it's to be that, that light in the world. You know what I'm saying? We, we, gotta, we, we got to, whether it be small. I've seen, you know, living up in New York. And um, it's funny because I, I hear stories uh, from Brother Jimmy. He tells me some stories. But it's the same thing. I've seen young kids who taken over by the Holy Spirit and just laying hands on people and people getting healed. And they're getting prayed. They're praying on people and they're going out there. And, and you know, I have a younger brother um, who back in the days uh, when he was like 15, 16 years old, 15, 16 years old, he was preaching on the trains in New York City, in some crazy hours, some crazy hours, and the cops used to stop him, and they used to kick him out, and the bad thing is, he used to switch trains and go to another train and go preach over there, too. <laughs> he didn't know any better, but back in the days, he went out, and he was trying to make a difference, and not only that, but he, he was out preaching on the streets of New York. Now, New York is not the most safest, seeker-friendly place, you know, and um, not only that, but he acquired a lot of different youth who, who joined in with him. Before you know it, they were like 25, 30 strong, doing the same thing throughout the whole city. And even the mayor, I think the Bible Society caught wind of it. They were on the news and a whole bunch of stuff. It, it was huge. It was huge. It was huge. But what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter if you're young, if you're 7 years old, 8 years old, 13, 15, 16, 24, 47, whatever. If you put your hand, put put yourself in God's hands, and let yourself be used. You know what I'm saying? And be honest. Being honest, we don't know it all. My God, I've learned so much on the bishop. It is ridiculous. And when I hear what you guys are listening to, and you're listening to him, and you're listening to this awesome word, it, I, I, I'm like, man, I wish I was. I wish I was them. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have made these mistakes. I wouldn't have gone through this stuff. You guys are so, so blessed that you have pastors like our leadership here who care. They care so much 
for the word that they, they want to make sure that all you guys are, 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 are given the truth, not opinions. Because opinions don't save. You know, you could, you, yeah, you, you could listen to an opinion and, and, and it can move you and you could cry and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm just going to, I'm just going to listen. But that's not what makes the change in you, man. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. I'm going to continue. In Luke chapter 923, I, I, I love this. I'm going to open it up. It says, then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. I took that verse and I went to the Amplified Bible. It's another type of Bible that breaks it down in different words and a whole bunch of stuff. And I like to use that every so often. It breaks it down. Listen to this. And he said to all, if any person wills to come after me, let him deny himself, disown himself, forget, lose sight of himself, his own interests, lose sight, refuse and give up himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. Cleave means to hold on steadfastly, steadfastly to me. Conform wholly to my example in living and if need be, dying also. Amen? Romans 12, verse 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. It shows the call to surrender ourselves as living sacrifices. Now, I'm just going to stay there just a little bit, just a little bit. A couple of years ago, in, in, in I was going through uh, a training, we, we just say, in marriage counseling and just marriage, just marriage, let's put it that way. Counseling, trust me, it was rough. But I learned a couple of stuff there. And I use that. I have a friend. He's a deputy, uh, Orange County deputy sheriff. And he was going through some stuff with his wife. He and his wife were fighting, and they've been at it for a long time. And I took that, what I've learned, and I took it to him. And I said, dude, what are you doing, man? I said, you, you, you got to fix your marriage. You, you just can't stay like that. You can't stay in limbo. Right? And he was like, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. He came, a whole bunch of stuff complaining. And then I, I threw this at him. I said, man, I said, you're a police officer and all that. He said, in the state that you are now, I said, I said think, think about this. If someone was to come, a robber or a thief or somebody, was to come and, and, and attack your, your wife and attack your children, and what would you do? Well, I'll go after them. He said, I said, and the guy had a gun. And he's going to shoot your wife. I'll, I'll jump in the way. Meanwhile, he's fighting. He wants to get divorced with her. Okay, I'm going to put that on the side too. He said that. And I said, so you're willing to give your life for her? And he goes, he thought about it. He says, yeah. So I said, well, why don't you give your life living a living sacrifice? I said, why don't you give yourself while you're alive? You see, dying, if you're going to die, it's a one-done deal. That's it. That's the end. Right? And you could give yourself like that. But I've learned it's harder to live and die daily. 
it's harder when you're constantly, when you're dying to yourself and you have to say, you know, Jamie, she's rough on me. <laughs> she's rough on me. And she'll say some things to me and I, I, I gotta, I, I clamp up, I shut up. I, I, I be, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I, I just, I, I just, she knows it, she knows it. I clamp up because it's not the right time to say something. You know, she'll, she'll be angry or whatever. And I'm like, mm, okay. You know, and then after I go, babe, you know, you did this and this was wrong. And, 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 and let me tell you, we work it out. We, we do work it out all the time. And we've grown from that. Right? But the whole thing is this. And she's done it too where, and she's gotten really good at it too, where I'll get angry. And I'm like, babe, we're late to church again. <laughs> I like to be early. We're late. You know, and she's like, hmm. She's like, but she's like, and she'll, she'll, she'll be quiet. You know what that's called? We're, we're, we're denying ourselves. We're denying the right to say, I, I've done this. And even though I had every right, oh, baby, but I lost my keys. I lost this. Or, we, right? Things happen. I lost this. But you know what? Just be quiet. Just be quiet. You know what I'm saying? Even when, when, when you think you're right, even when, when you think that, that, hey, life is not fair. I should have gotten this promotion. Or I should have. Man, this teacher. <laughs> yeah. The teacher doesn't like me. I'm like, babe, listen to me. Listen to me, little Patricia. Not everybody's going to like you. Life is like that. I talk to the kids in my school. I, 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 work, at a, I work for Orange County Public Schools. I'm the computer tech and probably a whole lot of other stuff to them. But I talk to a lot of kids who don't have who don't have parents um, who've gone through some real tough stuff. I, I, I pretty much, I grew up in the hood, so I relate to everybody in the hood a whole lot better. So my school is in the hood. And uh, yeah, there's killings and all kinds of stuff there all the time. Um, and I talk to these kids, you know, and, and they love me. I love them too. They're like, Mr. Donuts, hey, Superman, because I love Superman. They're like, Superman, I say, hey, come here. Are you behaving? Yes. Are you talking back to the teacher? And then put their head down. Oh, my God. How many times have I told you? I said, you're not going to get anywhere that way. I said, it's not, you're not, not everybody's going to like you, even in your job. I remember I told my, my son Mike, Nate, Nate, he's really good friends with, with Nate there. My son Mikey hated this one teacher in school when he was in high school. I told him, I said, man, I said, just do what they say. Do it and do what you have to do. You got to get through this. This is something you got to get through. This is something we all got to get through in life. You know, uh, those who are here on Wednesdays know we're going through undercover, right? Awesome. This is my third time, and every time it brings me to tears. You know, and undercover means you know, we're under God, the authority of God. You know, and we're under the authority of people who God has put over us. And it's not to talk back at them. It's not, it's not to say, well, I don't like the way Bishop hits the wrong notes on the keyboards. <laughs> I know, I, I got the mic. I could do that. I got the mic. He couldn't get through now. <laughs> but let me tell you, uh, Bishop knows. No, no, let me tell you, let me tell you. Bishop has done an awesome job. I'm so proud of him. He's become such an awesome musician. Ridiculous. And he can sing. And he can sing. 
He had a great time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let me see. What you do with your life depends on the clarity of your vision as to what is valuable and lasting. What you do with your life depends on the clarity, how clear you see the vision as to what is valuable. Yeah, you got that? You got that? Right? Am I making sense that with that? Right? What's valuable in your life if God is truly, if Jesus is truly, right, and how clear that you know the, the calling on your life, and even if you're not sure, but you know the will of God through the Bible, I mean, we hear it all the time. We hear, we come here all the time. All the time we hear, man, a couple of times a week. You know, and at home, I'm hoping we're reading our Bibles. I'm hoping we're praying. And not, not only in, in bad times, not only in bad times. But in good times, too. I mean, some of the best growing, some of the times I got closest to God was in rough times. And when God didn't give me what I thought I wanted. Right? You know, sometimes we pray for these things. And I was like, oh, God, please bring her back. Oh, God, please. My, my, my mom. You know? You know, Bishop told me something years ago. It, it, we could pray and ask for it, but he's not necessarily going to give it to you. You know, overall, it's God's plan. It's God's plan. I'm just going to skip over a whole bunch of stuff. There's a new movie that just came out. Yeah, I'm going to skip over. This is a movie called The Expendables, right? I don't know if you, a, few of you, a few of you have seen this. Right, it's got a whole bunch of stars. It's got Jet Li, it's got Sylvester Stallone, it's got the governor, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's got a, a lot of a lot. It's like it's like a it's like a movie of superstars. All these guys. It's called The Expendables. I, I caught it because when I was searching through some Bible stuff, and, and it was funny because I, I caught this a couple of days ago. I'm 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 going through the Bible stuff, Bible gateway, and a whole bunch of things. I'm getting my I'm extracting. I'm seeing this thing, Expendables. Wow, I'm looking at people. I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. I said, let me see. So I started reading. This is about a whole bunch of like warriors who they get together and they send them on this suicide mission out in South Africa, uh, South America. Right, send them on a mission. I'm like, whoa, this sounds good. I would like to see this. I, they they should make like versions where like. That the Bible, I mean, not the Bible, where, 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 the, where you can actually take away or filter some of the curses. That would be awesome in DVD. We got to, Lou, we got to come up with that. I know, we, bro, we'll, you know, that would be awesome, man. We could watch some. I haven't seen it yet. Blu-ray, DVD, I don't know what it was, but there's got to be something we could watch this or the words. When, when that word comes up, it changes to something else. Because we don't need to hear those words. You don't need to hear that in our life. That just poisons our mind. You know, so I would love to see that, but I know there's going to be mad cursing in there. Oof, jeez, yeah, man. My question to you then, like these warriors who were, who were brought together, are you expendable for, for Christ? Are you expendable for Christ? Are you willing to give yourself up to the point of death? And I don't mean 
mortal death that you just die. I'm talking about living that that you're taking the 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 the, the road that you're like this. I said, okay, I'll, I'll follow you. You know, I'll, I'll follow you. I'll follow you. Oh jeez. I mean, that's the, uh, let me tell you, that's a lot of times that that I've disagreed with Bishop or whoever was an, uh, over me. But you know what? I know who God put over me. I know that God put them as my leaders, as my authorities, you know? And we got to do the same thing. And I'm like, oh, God. All right. All right. I play better than you. <laughs> I, play, I, 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 could, I could do more, man. I could do more. Just let me loose. Let me loose, coach. Let me, <laughs> let, let, let me loose. But it's all in God's time. And Jimmy knows. Jimmy knows, right? We know. Yeah, we learn. We learn hard way, man. <laughs> we learn the hard way. <laughs> Let me tell you, self-sacrifice means putting the Lord first above self and even family. Without this, no one is free to follow him and properly influence others for Christ. Sacrifice means taking up one's cross regardless of the cross. Taking up one's cross according to the culture of those times was an act of submission. Amen? You submitted yourself, took the low road, a willingness to pay the price and do whatever God asks. Historically and culturally, the symbol of taking up one's cross meant to stop rebelling against the king's rule and submit to his rule over one's life. Today's Christians, it means dying to one's desires, what I want. Dying, total submission to God, to be and go and do whatever he calls us to do. I'm going to ask you to look at your own life. And what are the some things, what are the things that God has asked you or he's calling you to sacrifice? What does he want you to give up so he can fulfill his will in you? You got to think about that. Paying the price through dying to self or self-sacrifice means the power of liberty to make right choices in submission as a servant to God and others. You understand that? means the power and liberty to make right choices. Everything's about choices in this world. You make a good choice, you make a bad choice. Sometimes it's hard to distinguish, but hopefully we're using the Bible to guide us in those steps. The issue is, am I willing to deny myself and pay the price so I am willing or so that I am free to follow the Lord and become the person God has saved me and called me to be? Are you willing to sacrifice and surrender yourself? That's where I'm going to leave you at. Um, God is good. God is good. And I, I thank God for this, uh, this opportunity that was given. And I'm hoping, you know, one thing I prayed, I prayed for days and days and for a long time, man. And the one thing I said, I, I, I was asking God, I said, God, you know, and I was talking to a couple of friends of mine. I said, please, I, I don't want it to be me that the youth or anybody here in the church I want to point up to God. You know, it's easy to get caught up in, in the laughter, and, and I'm a clown. I, I love joking around and playing, and, and I love music, man. But the most important thing is, is, is for me to point up to God. It's not about me. It's not about any of us. It's all about him and what he has for us, what he has for you, what is his will in your life. What does he want you to do? You know what I'm saying? Stand up for a second.
before I give my part to Pastor Chatter, I just, I want to, let's see if I get Jamie come here, my wife. And just with the keyboard, just like that. Is you on the key of D? Go to D for a second. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right, brother. It's all good. We're all together. And we're just going to sing that one more time. I give myself away. Bishop, yeah. You got it, man. And and I want us to really, really sing it. You know, no drums yet, no bass. I, w- I want I want us to think about these words. You know, when 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 Jamie was practicing this morning, we were practicing about we were practicing the song. I told her, man, and she has an awesome voice. I tell her all the time. I said she has an awesome voice. She can sing. She can sing. But I told her, I said, think about the words. Think about what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 internalize those words and put it into our heart, put it into our minds. Amen. Just a short, just a short. I give myself away. All together now. I give myself away. So Can you I give myself. Me? 